plate, I'ma swing for the fence Throw me the lob, I'ma dunk it like Vince They think I'm from sack with the way that I'm ballin' I feel like a king, but I'm fresher than Prince Baltimore raised and fly like a raven Made it through mazes, that shit amazing Vision so clear, they thought I got lacing Cradle to grave, we poundin' that pavement Made up my mind, told them pass me the rock with the game on the line I'm taking a shot, shit all of my life had to play from behind And now they just watch, like is he gon' stop? I tell them I can't They think it's a game, they take me for joke, I just laugh to the bank Hey everybody, welcome back to the WWB Podcast, okay? We got a gentleman on with us today. Not only is he extremely talented, he's a really cool dude. Interesting story. Met this gentleman at Battle Slam, um, and, and the guy is just oozes charisma. So everybody, welcome in, Mr. Ricky King. I love Mr. King, what's going on? It was good. Thank you for having me. Brother, it's so nice to have you on, dude. I, I, when I first met you at the event, and I, I had seen you perform prior to that event, but just your your, your interpersonal skills, just a good vibes, dude. Um, and you have really an interesting story that many people can can get uh, kind of get along with. So for the audience who don't know you, bro, give them a general idea of who you are, what you do, um, and so that we can kind of get into it. Yeah, so my name's Rick Rikay King. I was born up in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I actually grew up in, uh, I would say the west side, west side, uh, you know, near Canada. Um, it was around the project areas. And my dad is actually an actor too as well. Um, but yeah, I always, always had a passion for music. Always had a passion for entertainment. And uh, we had a, I remember my dad, he, uh, yeah, my dad actually inspired me for acting. Excuse me. Let me get some water real quick. Yes, sir. Get that water, brother. It's early, man. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yes, sir. Woke up. Yeah, I'm drinking some some peach tea, so. (laughs) Some peach tea. Some peach tea, like a true southerner. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, brother. But yeah, so so your dad's an actor too. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, he's an actor. He's a sponsor to AMC. What? That's dope. Yeah, man, it's insane. What type of so he, is, is he like a is he like a like he's like he's like an action star type guy or what just type of stuff does he do? Oh yeah, man. I'm I'm, I'm talking about him now. Um, he's actually he just did a, a TV show for Outer Banks. Oh, nice. He's in the new season for, I believe, the fourth season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was starring in BMF. Oh, wow. I believe so. Yeah, he played uh, one of the Colombian guys. Mm-hmm. And then he was in Venom. Around that, you know, a little little stuff like that, you know, things like that in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he actually inspired me to, to, do, to do acting, and that kind of inspired music. As yeah. well, and so what, just what happened for me, I remember my first time in Atlanta. I remember we we're doing like a networking event for acting, and I, I met this, I met this artist that was just really passionate about music. Um, 
I forgot. I was very young. I was very young. Mm-hmm. And actually, shout out to JJ Evans. He's uh, he's a singer mm-hmm. up in Gainesville that just moved to LA. I just remember I met him when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and he was so passionate about music and his art and just everything. I just it just it hit a spark in me, honestly. Because mm-hmm. at first I wanted to do acting. Because you know, when you grow up with a with a father that's an actor, it's uh. You know, it's something that you want to do. It's something when you're around acting 24-7, you know, it's just kind of something you just, you have no choice. It becomes your passion. Um, And then once I became, you know, once I got older, uh, I started to go to the city of Atlanta more. Because I'm more, when we moved from Buffalo, New York, uh, I moved down to Gainesville, Georgia, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the countryside of Georgia. Um, so no, nobody really does acting. Nobody really does music. Mm-hmm. So everybody just wanted to um, become a lawyer or a doctor, or, you know, anything in that area. Um, so <laughs> the support of like the entertainment business it was not really there. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to the city and um, being surrounded by other musicians really inspired me to be myself. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of therapeutic in a way. It was just a way for me to express myself, if that makes sense. I love that. Um, and that's what I, I strongly encourage, man. People who are trying to, you know, find things, like people are just trying to create and just express themselves, man. Just just do it. You know, I, I see a lot of people, a lot of my peers. Um, so let me just get a background of, like, just me as an artist. Yeah, go for it. I want I've only been doing this for a year. Yeah. I think a year and a half. And, um, it's been, it's been such a journey, such a journey. Like I'm honestly just looking back and like, man, I can't believe like how all this happened. Like this is all up to God. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I started not knowing, not knowing the clue. Shout out to the Austin human record player. He actually put on- me in the man. Yeah, <laughs> he's a guest of the podcast. Love Austin. He's a genuine human being. Yes, bro, dude. You have no idea. He he plugged me in so much. I I remember when I first started. I posted um my first song ever was Dollar. Mm-hmm. I just, I went full out like with my skills like of just because I have like acting knowledge and mm-hmm. you know film and stuff like that. Um, I went full out first song, first music video. I recorded this. It's like uh, we had Corvettes everywhere. We had Ferrari. Mm-hmm. We had you know we had money everywhere. Yeah, I didn't have money. I didn't have money at that time. But we <laughs> like, <laughs> Take it till you make it. We presented it like we did, man. Um, but it was just such a crazy experience. But then Austin just started to see because he's friends with my dad. Mm-hmm. But like he he always knew me through social media. So he started to see me like post consistently on social media and then he just he just noticed the hard work that I was posting and then what happened was uh he's like hey man I have this uh this new show that I'm starting called Battle Slam mm-hmm. I was like I invite you to like kind of just see mm-hmm. you know not to perform or anything he just wanted to show me you know basically what he's doing and honestly that was like super exciting because that was the first time um of me really going to Atlanta yeah. and networking in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really just jump started everything. So after that, I met DJ Mike Kell. Mm-hmm. Shout out to DJ 
Like shout out, shout uh, out. Does he do Battle Slam? Say it one more time. That's the guy that does Battle Slam? Yeah, he's a DJ. Yeah, he's a beast. Shout out to him, bro. He gets it moving. He gets it moving, bro. He's, yeah, for real, dude. Every time, when, uh, every time I see his stories, it's like in a freaking different state every every week. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and then I I remember um, Austin was actually, it was a big deal at the time that Austin was planning on getting a little scrappy to, to wrestle in Battle Slam. It was a huge thing, yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, I, I, I saw Lil Scrappy, and at first I was nervous, man. I was nervous. I was like, oh, snap, this Lil Scrappy, oh, snap, like, who's this? And I just remember just this, this confidence just came out of me. I was like, the next time I see you is going to be on stage. Oh, and wow. Like, That's dope. Yeah. And he was like, I, he was like, I'll see you soon then. And then next thing you know, I think uh, a couple months go by. I get the call about doing a rap battle for the same show that he was doing. And it was just, it just hit me, man. I'm like, man, I kind of manifested that. I was like, yo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So before we get into, which is great, the fact of uh, of what you're doing now, I really want to deconstruct a couple things. So, you know, going up in Buffalo, New York, then coming down to the South, you know, I have one of my closest friends, Charles, he's from Buffalo, New York. Um, he's, he's literally one of my favorite dudes. Like he's a grown man. He's married, has a child. He just really handles his business the right way. And a, a man I really respect. And I've had a couple other friends from Buffalo in my life and just really good stand up dudes. I mean, and in meeting you, bro, there's must be something in the water in Buffalo that really makes good, solid guys. <laughs> Seriously. I've never, and then, you know, there's, there's, there's assholes everywhere you go, but Dealing with you, bro, and meeting you off jump, bro, it was good vibes. And and I'm a person that really goes off of inter, uh, of the vibration and how people interact because it says a lot about their natural disposition. Some people are just jerk offs, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and some people are really fr- friendly and pleasant and things of that nature. And so I, I felt that from you. So talk a little bit about Buffalo, New York, for those who don't know, because um, and, and I'm going to try to get you and Charles on at the same time. So y'all can have some Buffalo stories. I would, I would love to hear some of the stories that you guys okay. have. Talk to us about like, for people who don't know Buffalo's culture, kind of talk, you know, from your perspective, how to describe Buffalo to a person who has never been there before, like the vibe, the culture, the, like the, just the spirit of the city. Yeah. So when, <laughs> when we say Buffalo, New York, it's not New York, New York. I just want to point that out. Yes, sir. Every time I tell someone from New York, they're thinking about the big city. Um, I would say Buffalo, New York, man. It's I would say they are the biggest thing of our culture is mainly I would say the Buffalo Bills for the NFL team, uh, football team. Mm-hmm. It's like honestly, every time you know you you drive around the city, dude, we have logos everywhere. Um, and one thing about you know being someone who's from Buffalo, you're very proud of your area code, like mm-hmm. the 716. Mm-hmm. So you, you always you always see some like restaurant, 716 restaurant, 716 this. Um, but I would say it's very, like the hospitality, you know, for sure. Like everybody's nice to each other. Um, it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. It's, it's, very, it's very welcoming. Um, I mean, at the same time, we are in the border of Canada. So if you're around a lot of Canadians, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, very welcoming people, man. And just the food, the wings, the pizza. Uh, there's always snow, man. It's, 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 it's always around there. And that's it's the, it's the best way to describe it. It's the best way. Um, it's going to be cold. It's 
to people who, you know, who don't like the code, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's really just, it, it, every time I'm there, you know, obviously I'm not there as much anymore. Yeah. But every time I'm there, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, some fancy place, fancy restaurant. You always just get that sense like, yo, this is home. In your opinion, where do you where, where do you like getting pizza at for yourself in Buffalo? Where do you like to go? Oh, my goodness. Yo, if y'all are ever in Buffalo, I'm not sure if this is in any other places, but it's called Lenovas. Okay, Lenovas. Okay. It's insane. Oh, my goodness. You'll never like I'm having it hits, bro. And the wings, bro. Oh, my goodness. That's what I heard. I can't have pizza down in Georgia because I'm like, yo, I need pizza from Lenovas. Damn, and and yeah, it's, it's, and talk about the ethnic communities in Buffalo because um, I'm from um, you know Baltimore, Maryland. So we got we got Greeks in the city. We got Greeks, Italians, uh, yeah. small Mexican population that just is growing, and then we got a really big Jewish community, and you might in some Koreans, a little bit of Koreans, and some whites in the in the south side of Baltimore, um, in the yeah. center part. So talk about the ethnic makeup. Like where where's like because you're Puerto Rican, am I correct? Yeah. Okay. So, talk about the areas that, in terms of demographic, what does Buffalo make up? Is it like all white overall? Is it like you got the area over here? Okay. It's um, I would say mainly the the big three. It's um, black, Puerto Rican, and Italian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Italian. That's um, majority. Yeah, majority of the, the Caucasian there. Um, I'm not saying all of them, but it's it's Italian, and then um, you'll see a lot of um. Arab people down south, mm-hmm. but it, I would say yeah, the you know the big three is over there, mm-hmm. um, and they do actually have every summer they have um, I forgot what it was called, but it's like an Italian fest. Yeah, yeah. So have, uh, this big culture, you know, all this Italian food getting together, um, and you know, you're just mushing out some good food, and and. I wish they had a Puerto Rican side. We're, you know, we're going to set that up. You know, yeah. that's going to be in the future. But uh, definitely, you know, it's, it's pizza and Italian food, I would say. I love that. So talk to me real quick. So with this, um, you know, being a Puerto Rican, a lot of history with Puerto Rican, especially in hip hop, in, in which the field that you're in, talk about how your identity affects the way that you look at your music or if it does it at all. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, that's actually a great question. Um, I remember just when I first started doing music, you know, I fell in love with hip hop. Like I fell in love with the black culture, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, I had a, uh, some, some fine, um, moments when people thought like on the phone, they thought they didn't know mm-hmm. because I've been around so many people, so many, um, people in the industry, so many black people, like, <laughs> on the occasion, I'm like, yo, are you Puerto Rican? You're not Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, I'm take some of this water, but I would say I felt I love I love my culture, but I really grew up in hip hop. Yeah, I really grew up in rap and R and B, and I definitely I love Latino culture. I love salsa. I love all that, but it's not. I, I at the end of the day, I feel like it's what you you're around and what you you grew up with. Yeah. That was a, it was a big dilemma for me because I know I knew I was Puerto Rican, like should I do Spanish music? Like you know what's going on here? Um, but it just never felt like I was being me. Yeah, if that makes you know what I mean. Um, I, I I fell in love with hip hop and I fell in love with rap. Yeah, 
Wow, who's some of your favorite rappers uh, growing up? Give me, give me some of your like couple. Give me a couple people that you really like. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Biggie, Biggie, of course, Biggie's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, for modern day, I feel like my my biggest inspiration would, would be definitely Drake. Okay, okay, very talented, very talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I I like Drake and K Dot. K Dot got bars. He do. He goes crazy, man. Mm-hmm. He goes crazy. Did you hear that new um, J. Cole? He just did a rap for somebody. He, uh, he he found a beat, and then he just started rapping on it for the person, and then he just gave him the beat, like gave him his his bars. You said J. Cole just uh, made a just made a track for someone. He said that he looked up on YouTube J. Cole type beat, and J. Cole just rapped to the beat and literally sent the guy his bars in the in the song. Like you you should just upload this to your page. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sick. Yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. So talk about um, the Battle Slam, how you got into your performance there, and then um, just like what are your goals over the next couple of months and years? What do you ultimately want to add to the music industry? Okay. Yeah, so you say my experience on my performance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you talk about how what that was like performing in, in front of a live audience of hundreds of people, and then um, what you hope to do in the music industry yourself. Man, honestly, I had a blast. I had a blast. Um, me and me and King Roscoe, we talked before the performance. You know, he's a really cool dude. Shout out to King Roscoe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's a veteran. He's a veteran for battles. He's been doing this since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. So he was just giving me a lot of you know good advice on how to you know entertain the crowd and things like that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, because I knew it was a wrestling show, I was just like, I'm gonna treat it like it's WWE. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You can find, you'll probably see it on Fight TV, like, in the walk-in, I, I started, like, do a punch in the air, pretend, like, <laughs> you know, like, I was trolling, yeah. and my, 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 my team, shout out Mike and Owen, they, they, you know, they were, like, pretending to be the hype man, they just went back, like, oh, let's go, let's go, mm-hmm. um, but the experience there, it was, it was honestly, was it nerve-wracking, I mean, in front of all those people? I would say, you know, because, I've, I've performed before prior to that, but obviously rap, doing a rap battle is different. So it was, it was a little nervous. I, I, I was a little nervous. Apologies. Um, but once I got on stage, mm-hmm. it just, you know, I felt, I felt calm, you know, I think it's one of those things It always happens that way. Just every time, you know, I plan to perform, you know, the week to that, you know, you feel the jitters and then when you're there, you feel the jitters. But then once you actually get on stage, it's kind of like, I feel calm. I feel calm. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, that happens. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, I'm there I'm in my element, if that makes sense. Um, but I would say right now for, for me and my, my career, I'm actually in, uh, this Academy called playlist Academy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you, have you ever heard of playlist Academy? I have. Well, tell, tell the audience who don't know what playlist Academy, yeah. what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So playlist Academy, shout out to Jay wise. Um, and all of them. So it's basically an academy where, you know, Jay basically gets all these artists together, R&B, hip hop, whatever. Um, and we kind of just learn on how to, you know, work in the industry, you know, things yeah. like how to set up your BMIs, you know, your ASCAP, you know, uh, and really important that. stuff. And very, very important stuff. And honestly, you know, before I took that class, I had no idea. Like I had no idea. Like I could have, you know, made money like this. Like I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's been, you know, simple things like setting up your merchandise. Mm-hmm. So basically 
you know, we'll have, you know, every Wednesday we'll have meetings with, um, you know, certain people in the industry. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say who, but, you know, certain, certain people in the industry to like just basically, you know, give us, you know, advice and just talk to us and for us to connect with, um, you know, them and just, you know, basically just plugging in the industry and our graduation per se, you know, for the class is us performing at State Corner Studios, um, which is going to be on the 28th next week, actually at 8 p.m. Um, here's a little plug. A little oh, man, plug. doing this thing, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. A little plug for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and make sure if y'all go put the K. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be like a little graduation thing. And for those of y'all who don't know, uh, Jay Wise, man, that, that man's a legend. A legend in the Atlanta industry, bro. I mean, even Jack Carlos shouted that man out. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say about, for my future projects, we definitely got an EP coming out. We don't have a date, date yet. Mm-hmm. yet. But it's going to be called Wake Up, Mr. King. Coming soon. We'll definitely I'm, like, I'm hyped for that. Yes, sir. I'm hyped yes, for sir. that. Man, it's so nice to have you on. A talented human being, a caring human being. No doubt your personality and the way that you interact with people will take you very far. We will be keeping abreast of everything that you do. We'll have you back on because I got to get the Buffalo guys on. We're going to talk. If you guys make it to the Super Bowl, definitely we're going to even talk even more. But, um, man, yeah, yeah. Rick A. King, man, so nice to have you on. Tell people where they can find you, sir. Yeah, you can find me on all platforms, no matter what platform it is, we're K R I C K A Y. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's at we're King and YouTube as well. Thank you so much for having me, brother. Hey, it's fantastic, yeah. folks. We're going to have the link directly to his music. Got to support a good, genuine human being. The dude is going places. He's taking the efforts in to make himself a great artist. And we're definitely going to support him in every way that we can. So, folks, thank you again for coming on the WWB Sports Podcast. Me and Rick A, we out.